You're listening to season number two, episode 55. This is Jeff stimulating thoughts about life, igniting the spark about what's going on, and exposing the dark from the light. Especially if that's the only, if you got what to say, you know, um, why does a, 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 a robot basically got like a hive mind, the eye cloud, basically. And what one, I, 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 um, I can't even get that out. Behold, Simi, life, real life, a thing that we have been denied for far too long. Are you on the path? Then you found the right show. show. Are you the spiral or the zero? The Z in and out of time, you can call me hero. In the distant future, I can see the hero. Hero. My gift is foresight, love sharing insight, stimulating thoughts about life. About life. Using metaphors, are we living in the night? Exposing the dark, I bring awareness to the light. The light is spark. Spark. Good morning, my neighbors. Hey, fuck you. Yes. Yes. Fuck you too! Welcome back to another episode of Ignite the Spark Family. Today is December the 18th, 2017. For those of you new to the show, we stimulate thoughts about life with personal stories and insights because we believe changing our world starts with the idea. 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 So in our last episode, we talked about the rise of AI. We brought up a few of the different robots out there as far as the sex bots. And we also brought up to your awareness the first citizen robot that was uh, granted citizenship over in Saudi Arabia. But, you know, that really don't make too much sense because um, that's probably one of the worst places for women to have rights at because they don't really honor women um, like they should. And so, you know, and then when they brought out this robot, you know, she wasn't even following the rules that most robots, I mean, most, most women citizens have to follow over there. So that brought up the question of, is she really a citizen or was it just a ploy? Right. So we talked about that. We talked about a few of the concerns as far as some of the futures they came with. And uh, we just played around and stuff like that, you know. So that's what we talked about in last week's show. And in today's show, I'm going to bring up those questions that I mentioned to you last week um, as far as some of the questions I, I had about these robots. You see, last week, I just wanted to bring, you, you know, these things to your awareness. This week, I want to dive a little bit deeper. I want to expose the dark about some of the things that you know, maybe you haven't even thought about yet, but you will later on into the future, right? Sort of like that TSA. We wanted TSA, but we didn't think about them groping on our children and rubbing on their butts and genitals and stuff like that. You know, we didn't think about it. It was just, we were just in the moment, you know, and so I don't want us to get caught in that moment again with our pants down, so to speak, in front of these uh, these cold robots. Well, not all of them are cold. Some of them do have heating capabilities, but um, we'll go into that later. So um, so what I've been doing is um, last week, I posted put the show out last week, but but instead, um, I went ahead and took the time to get this blog post ready for you to go with the show. So be sure you check the show notes out so that you can find out the, well, you can see the notes that's going along with this uh, episode today. And you'll be able to see the seven questions. You'll also see the, um, the sub questions to go with it. And then the bonus question or the deeper insight. As far as some of the stuff that I shared with you, like last week I shared, you know, Harmony and the deeper insight about Harmony was her name. I shared, um, you know, you take out the H of Harmony, you have Harmony. And if you slow that down, you have R money, right? So that's the kind of stuff I want to share with you today. It's a little bit deeper insight. Okay, so stick around for that. Now, before we get started, I want to go ahead and let you know that you can ignite the spark as well by sending your questions to me at internalmonarch at gmail.com or you can share your comments or your thoughts in the um, Facebook on the social media sites or the webpage internalmonarch.com or if you um, have subscribed to this podcast from Spreaker.com, you can also leave a comment there. There will be some changes made in today's show. 
Uh, we normally do a 45 minute show, but today I've decided to turn it into an hour show or longer. But what I want to add into the show for the extra 15 minutes is actually going over some of the questions and comments that you are leaving behind on the previous shows. And that's only because I no longer leave. I never respond to your comments anymore because Spreaker has not changed the way their commenting system works. And so you're never notified when a person responds to you and vice versa. All right. So with that being said, just tick, stay tuned for the extra part of the show. So if you want, you know, if you want your stuff to be said, just make sure you leave a comment and we'll go over that. OK. You know, uh, since the last episode, I want to share something with you. Now, I'm a painter. Right. So, you know, I'm going in and out of people's homes a lot. And um, this week I had to do an occupied apartment and the lady was older. I would say she's probably about 60, 70. She had to be a little bit older than that. But this lady, I want to say she's, you know, older than 65. And she was, you know, she you know, she had to be. But, you know, anyway, anyway, this is what happened. So we go to do this woman's house or apartment. And when we get there, she's outside taking trash out. She has on those footies, you know, the kind you slip on your feet. And, and, and she's older, so she's not really picking up her legs. She's not doing the high step like in football. She's actually just dragging her feet. And so, you know, she gets back to the house. And when she gets to the house, she lets us in, right? And this is what she says. Oh, I wish you guys would have had some of those little footy things you could put on your feet, you know, because people be spitting all the time in these hallways and you could just drag in, you know, germs and diseases. And, you know, I don't want you to bring in AIDS in my house. What? Hold on a second. I'm looking at my coworker, looking at him like, don't she got shoes on her feet? You know, we both look at him like, hold on, that's kind of odd. We can drag in diseases and AIDS, but you can't drag in diseases and AIDS? Like, what the hell is that about, you know? So, uh, long story short, you know, she didn't have the apartment ready and prepped for us to get in there and paint. Because apartments, you, or at least the apartments we do out here, we don't brush and roll those. those, those not that apartment complex that one right there they don't pay enough money so you know we got to go get in and get out economical and so we spray them you know and so she's talking about well if you're gonna spray them you're gonna get spray all over the place no well i really wish you could brush and roll no yeah, like none of this, you know, and 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 the the dressers and their kitchen still has stuff all over the place. I'm like, we can't do this, so we didn't do that one. But it was just so weird to have a person tell us, you know, even though I understand her, you know, I understand her complaint. You know, I I was willing to take off my shoes. I was gonna take off my shoes and just work in her house without no shoes. I ain't had no stinky ass feet. You know, I had on clean socks, so I wouldn't worry about taking off my shoes. You know, I have no problem honoring a person's home. Now, because she said that now I'm going to invest in some of those blue things, you know, just because. But in her situation, it was like, hold on a second. You walking around all day long with these shoes on your feet. You got stuff all over your floor, stuff all over your countertops. And you're talking about being a clean free. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, what does that guy do with today's show? The same thing it has to do with last two weeks show. Not a damn thing. Right. No, nah, but, you know, I do have something that I do want to bring to your attention. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news right now talking about, you know, sexual molestation and misconduct and workplace environment harassment and all of that stuff. Right. And now I want to bring I want to connect some dots real quick. You know, it, it might not have anything to do with anything. Right. But before this uh, 15 minute break comes up, I want to try to explain 
one of the insights that I had concerning, you know, the stuff that's going on in the news right now. Okay, so basically, you know, Hollywood and, you know, the, the um, Hollywood and the government, right? These are the two major places right now that are being attacked um, as far as, you know, workplace misconduct. Now, I'm not for sure if you are aware of, you know, Walt Disney and um, the, the end game plan of far, as far as merging Hollywood and government together so that there is a thin line between fiction and facts. So right now there's a purge taking place in Hollywood and in the government. I'm not saying not, I'm not saying all of these people are, are um, guilty and I'm definitely not saying all of them are innocent, but some of these people you might want to, we want to have to look at it a little bit closer, you know, um, it's always good for a person to, you know, speak up and, you know, bring justice to a person who's done wrong to them. But 20 years, 25 years of not saying anything like that is a long time of, you know, holding that situation or experience. Right. So I don't know if all these things of all these allegations are going to be, you know, the statute of limitation or whatnot. But here's what I do know. With so much sexual stuff in the news right now, how hard would it be to actually promote sex spots? Because on one end, you're, you're being told that there's a sexual problem sweeping the globe. People are sexually frustrated, so they, you know, they use their position and power to get the things that they want. All right. That's, that's one end. Right. And then you also have. You might not say it's consensual. But they go along with it. Or they stick around long enough. Like for example. If, if, if I went to your house. If I came to your damn house right now. Right. And you made me a bowl of spaghetti. But inside that spaghetti. It had some arson in it. Or arsenic in it. You know. And you're trying to kill me. Or some stuff like that. Do you think I'm come over and eat again? How often, how likely am I to come over your house and eat again? Well, I ain't think so. Ah, you damn right. I ain't come to eat your shit. Fuck that. Okay, so I'm asking this question because, like, these people, they want these positions so bad that they will put themselves through some unawkward situation. Now, I might want muscles so bad that I put myself through the gym. You know, but I don't want fame so bad that I put myself in a sexual predicament. Fuck fame. I ain't had fame my whole life. And some of those people ain't never had fame either. They just want it. So they'll do the unthinkable thing. Some people, if you've been a, if you've been forced, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the ones who actually went through with it to get where they are now. But now that they're where they are now, they can, you know, expose some stuff. Right. So with this being on the flip side, on the opposite side, we have the sex spots. They're saying, hey, this will ease the pain that people are feeling in the bedroom. This will solve the problem of people's sexual desires and hunger. Right. So could the 
so could all this sexual stuff be like a marketing ploy? I guess that's what I want to ask you. Like, could all this be a marketing ploy for these sex bots? You're like, I ain't seeing too much stuff on the news. I don't know. I don't watch news. I don't watch mainstream news at all. So I really don't know what they're talking about in the news. I'm pretty sure it's the same shit always, you know, drama, terrorism, and, you know, politics. Hardly ever anything positive. So I don't really watch it that much. But like I said, I just want to link those two together. You know, the sexual allegations in, in the government in Hollywood and the sex bots that are coming out and all these other AI bots. You know, so share your thoughts about that. So, with that being said, that definitely has something to do with this week's episode. And I didn't want to make it three weeks in a row talking about something that had absolutely nothing to do with the show. So, now you got a double dip, right? You got a little bit of what, what's been going on with me. And we also talked about a little bit of an insight compared of, you know, connecting some dots that maybe not, maybe connect and maybe they don't connect. But, like I said, I just wanted to share that with you and see what you think about that. So, we got the commercial coming up in just a second. So before that takes place, I want to go ahead and tell you again that uh, I really appreciate you guys and ladies out there, you know, taking time to, you know, listen to the show. And uh, don't forget to leave your comments. And once we get back with this show from this commercial, we're going to actually go over the comments and then we're going to get right into the show. All right. Have you woken up? Woken up. Stimulate your thoughts by igniting the spark. Are you able to see? You do have a purpose. It's a purpose. It's dark. in the dark. Are you walking your own path? Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. the spark. Welcome to the kingdom. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarch. Internal monarch. Internal monarch.com. Stimulate your thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarch. Stimulate your thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose, it's exposing the dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarch. Welcome to the station with the imagination. Using the mental capacities to rule the nation. No hesitation, no need for shaking, no limitations. It's confirmation. Humanity's our dedication. And salvation's our motivation. Experience the validation. Disinformation's the medication for cultural degradation. Prescribing mental occupation with spiritual revelations. Metaphorical dissertation. Bridge building occupation. This time we spark communication. Taking over the globe. Follow us. Alright, alright, family. So, what we're going to do different than we've been doing from the last two shows is we're going to actually go over the comments that some of you have been leaving um, on the shows that we've been doing. So, I'm going to go back two shows. We're going to start with It's a Hack. And I'm going to go down the list to see, you know, some of the comments left in that show and to see. Um, if there's anything worth bringing up now, I'm not for sure if you are listening. Are you familiar with the um, the show? It's a hack, but the hack had nothing to do with the you know these two shows we're doing today. The hack was basically talking about how language is um, is the concept of a world, right? Language is something someone made up, and as soon as you're taught the language, you're hacked, and you're not able to connect back to the divine source anymore. Because at one point before you were taught how to speak. You were a baby learning how you you would speak. I mean, well, you weren't speaking, but you was a baby making noises and observing your environment and, you know, interacting with other babies and y'all didn't have language yet. So my question that I posed in that show was, were you able to think as a baby? Are you able to think? Right. What's going on in your head? 
So looking at this show right now, um, I heard people saying that we had some awesome sound effects. I appreciate that. Um, okay, some of the new followers uh, may be coming from. So we are we have been getting some more followers. Um, uh, so thank you, ladies and gentlemen, out there following us and pressing the download button. Um, you can follow us on social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spreaker. Um, you can also follow us on our personal website, internalmonarch.com. And obviously, we have people sharing our stuff in their own platforms. And so they said some of the new followers may be coming from our website and the video audio platforms that we have redone and started anew. The numbers I'm seeing of views and listens relating to uh, my promotion of you um, have has increased. So I want to say thank you for sharing, you know, the information on your website. And I really do appreciate you helping us grow. All right. Uh, that song really fit well with the show. OK, thank you for the format. Fabulous format. Well, thank you for the, um, noticing the format change. Uh, for those of you that are not part of the Facebook group, Know Your Role, uh, which is a private Facebook group. Once you get there, you can uh, you can, you know, ask to be um, a part of the family or whatnot. But. Um, I share the format of this show as far as how, you know, the first maybe first 30 minutes or the first part of the show goes, how I go about, you know, getting this stuff all laid out. And I share that with the personal private group. Let's see. Uh, they say uh, the next question is said, I think some of these traditions are outdated. Maybe they were valuable at one time, uh, but time to move on. Let's change the Pledge of Allegiance, for example. What people who uh, what about people who do not believe in one God? We are supposed to be a nation that accept all religions. The national anthem is another bug. In addition to the slavery glorification in the unsung verses, why are we focusing on the violence which, uh, with the bombs and the rockets? Should we not be focusing on how to live peacefully? Okay, rant over. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate that rant. And you actually made some very good points in that. You actually said, you know, uh, let's change the Pledge of Allegiance. I agree with that. And the creator actually did own slaves. So, like, you know, if you can't get over that, that's, that's one thing. But let's put it like this. You know, let's say that someone just came and uh, murdered your whole family, right? They just murdered your whole family. And, and then um, you're supposed to just, you know forget about that and you're supposed to come over to their house for a brunch and you're supposed to eat their food are you gonna eat their food you probably won't eat their food you see what i mean because you, you first of all you're not going to really want to be around them because they did you know of the acts they did to your family and then second of all you don't know if the hell they're trying to kill you with that food right so like you're like mm, i don't think so i'm good so you know that you made a good point with that uh and also you made another good point with um uh, what about the people who not believe in one God? You know, now some people are like there is only one God, but once once our generation is gone, like a thousand years into the future, you know, there's gonna be a whole different philosophy. You know, some it might last another thousand years, but eventually the the, the spiritual insights that we have are going to eventually evolve again. You know what I mean? We have evolved once and we evolve again. We might some might say we have digressed uh, spiritually, but who knows? You know, it's all based off the, the person who's viewing it. But I do get what you're saying as far as, you know, uh, making people say when one God or indivisible. Right. So I get that, too. Don't think you um, you are ranting like that. So appreciate that. It says uh, the words on our currency and the oath we have to take to testify in court in God we trust. Who's God? 
which God, and why do we swear on a Bible? That's a good question. You know, uh, in God we trust. I would say that's the sat the Saturn God, right? I would say that's why they put that on there because the God they trust in is Saturn, who is also Satan, who is also Kronos, who is also time. You know, so that's who they that's who they um that's who they their God is. You know, and um and which God? Like I said again, I gave you a bunch of names right there. They all interlink to the same thing. Uh, and why do we swear on the Bible? I don't know why we swear on the Bible. You know, I don't even think we're supposed to swear on the Bible, but they always do it. But, you know, that's a way of seeing that it's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. Right. The next show we did was called um, Will You Be a Will You Become a Digisexual? All right. And that's the one we talked about earlier in this show. But um, we're going to go over the comments as well. Let's see what kind of comments we got. Uh, love that opening song. I appreciate that. I really do like that song, too. And um, I really wish, you know, um, Alex would have reached back out to me. We had some hiccups with his song and um, he couldn't really get it to merge the way he really wanted it to merge. And he still have not sent me the mute or the beat that he wants. But I definitely have those those lyrics for him and everything. And I want to put them out because I put my time into doing it. But I don't want to I don't really want to do that to him like that. So I don't know. I might just change some of the words and make it for my own. But uh, so I really do appreciate you liking that opening song. All right. Um, let's see. Um, in this in the episode, we talked about when you become a digisexual. Uh, how hot is your bot? Yeah, right. How hot is your bot? You know, I like that. You funny. How hot is your bot? That's a good one. Family mode. She uh, she texts the guy in a month and says, "I'm pregnant. We're going to have a machine." <laughs> yeah, family mode, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of funny, but not really funny because I've shared before about the artificial wombs. I'm not for sure if any of you guys, ladies and gentlemen out there, are familiar with the artificial womb. But yeah, they are definitely trying to make the artificial womb uh, and basically just make women obsolete. Now, one person might say, well, there are women out there who have a womb that doesn't work. So this would be helpful for them. Yeah, that's the positive way of looking at it. But we don't live in a positive world. We live in a world where the leaders are always geared toward, you know, leaning toward the negative. All right. So when they're trying to make stuff like artificial wombs, it's not to benefit the woman. It's to benefit the man. It's just the way it is. Ain't nowhere around that. And it's just like medicine. Medicine is not here to cure you. It's only here to treat you. Now, they could treat, they could definitely cure you, but then they're going to be out of business. Or at least you won't. They won't need your money anymore. There's going to always be people sick, but you won't be sick no more. You see what I'm saying? So they don't care about the, the people who are going to get sick. They want to keep you sick. They want your money plus everybody else's money. Your Honor, the reason I'm asking for a divorce is my husband ran off with my laptop and is having an affair with Cortana. I don't know who Cortana is, but, you know, that's kind of another funny thing because if you check out the blog post, check out the blog post because in that blog post, I actually do share a link to a person who tried to marry his laptop back in 2014. That was back when, um, that was back when, um, same sex marriage was, you know, was really be starting to become a thing and it was trying to get a lot of steam behind it and stuff like that support. And this guy came out of the woodworks talking about he want to marry his uh, laptop. But I save it for later because that's part of the best part of the show. So uh, but yeah, you know, so that's that. Uh, awesome insane surface has done segments to humorously talk about AI rights. Yeah, AI Mike, you know, I don't know you guys and ladies out there, if you if you stick around to the show and I get the plugs and the spark plugs and sponsorship, I always bring up Linda. And this is um, comment, it's coming from Linda, it's talking about, you know, um, 
her segment with the AI and stuff like that. AI Mike and all these people, man. Like, she has a great show. I wish she can get back on there and do her show. Um, so we do miss you over here at, over here at Ignite the Spark, Linda. So, you know, we hope to see you sometime next year, right? Uh, just talk with Dawson. He says that another bad thing is that these bots can be hacked into and programmed to kill you. I swear I will not kill anyone. He says he sees this going the way of Battlestar Galactica and the Cyclones. You're vice president of the fleet. Why are you acting like a child with your hand in the cookie jar? Now, it's funny that you mentioned Battlestar Galactica because my nickname is Smurf, right? Because I was a small person with a big head. Uh, and before that name, my mom told me that she actually thought about calling me Battlestar Galactica because I always seemed to get scars over on my body. I, you know, I'm always falling and stuff. My head was big. You know what I mean? So, you know, if your head's big, it's like, you know, um, one of those... Um, What's that daggone thing? That no, um, that TV show, not TV show, movie. Um, off with your head. What's that? Alice in the Wonderland. Uh, the Queen of Heart woman. The woman with the big head. You know, I was walking around like that. You know, and I was walking around, and they would just tap my head, and I would try to catch up with it. You know, and uh, there's stories about how when I was younger, if I wanted to get at the baby pen, I would just put my head over the pen, and I would just flip right on over. You know, it's all kind of stories like that. You know, it, it's funny. You know, it's funny because... It's true. Yeah, I got scars and all kind of stuff on my head from falling a lot. But anyway, anyway, so that that is what it is, you know. And uh, but uh, you know, you said something about these pro these bots can be hacked. Now that is something I definitely do want to talk about because think about this. We're coming up to another break, you know. Um, but before we get there, think about this. These robots are going to have to be updated and you can get on your computer and, you know, put programs in it so it can, you know, tell you jokes and philosophy and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So therefore, it's, it's connected to the cloud and someone can hack your sex bot. Right. And if, if you are talking to these things, that means it has microphones plugged into it. So now you're walking around with like this, you know, this um, OnStar or, or Siri you're having sex with Siri, who's listening in on you all the time, right? When she's on, maybe even when she's off. But she's always listening, right? And now it's like worse having it's worse than having a cell phone. You already been hacked and listened to, you know, from your cell phone and your smart TVs and stuff like that. And now you want to put this companion. They call it a companion, but really it's a spy. People listen up. This is a national security emergency. We have an imminent threat. Really, it is a spy in bots clothing, right? So I agree with Dawson. I don't know about the killing part. That might be going a little bit extreme, but definitely it can be hacked. And once it's hacked, people could probably, you know, listen in to what you're doing. They could probably see some of your sexual preferences you know, look at, like I said, look what's going on in the government right now with all these people being exposed and stuff like that. So think about the people who get these sex bots. They get these sex bots. They start, you know, doing their thing and putting their programs in their hair. And then someone's going to hack it. And then they're going to blackmail them and, and expose them and tell them, I'm going to tell your secrets to the world if you don't do X, Y, and Z. Right? Anyway, that's my thoughts on it. But we got a commercial coming up. So let's hold on and we'll be back right after this. I am Dr. Edward Brighton here with my adventurous assistant, Bob. Hey, Meepo! Ow! I'll kick you in the... in the club! 
in the club. This is Frank Miller, and today our economic correspondent Gertrude Sneedle will be joining me. And the Star family, Donna says she got the answer from them, and they could give it to us all for free. I give you the Clementine's Fruit Handle Saloon. Crack my nuts here, and I'm just doing it wrong. Yeah, uh, I seem to be well. When I, when I cracking them, uh, uh, the meat is getting real crushed. I don't know, so I, I don't seem to know how to how to crack my nuts real well. Or Uranus, however you wish to pronounce it. Look at all these dials and buttons and mics and buttons. And look at the microphones, man. They're like really cool. I have to be careful when I dust them off. This is breaking news with Clyde Noodlesmith. It says to listen to some podcast on speaker called Awesome Insanity Surfers. The sidelines, there's additional fruitcake uh, box. It looks like an... Is that an ostrich? Oh no, I recognize that ostrich. That's the ostrich of Klaus. A bit off the cuff, I, Emma. You can have a listen through off the cuff. E-zine.com or their sites on Spreaker.com. Have a look at AISXQ.com for the links to Facebook, Twitter and SoundCloud as well. Well, then, I shall do. Weren't you going to ring up about the telly, Harry? Who needs it? I'll just keep listening to Awesome Insanity Surfers. All right, all right, all right. So now that we back on the show for the day, we got the halfway mark out of the way. I want to go ahead and bring up the seven questions to think about concerning AI. I'm going to read these questions off and then from there, we're going to break them down so you don't get lost in this. We're going we got seven questions and for each question, I'm going to try to break it down into three sub questions or three subtopics of that of that main topic and we'll go from there okay so i guess you could say we actually have 21 right seven times three so let's go ahead and get that um laid out real quick so we can go ahead and get the show started so what's the purpose of giving ai citizenship are sex bots being used to create emotional bonds what the hell is family mode and what does it do exactly how do women feel about this product their rivals, their I don't need a man kit. Could it help curve the cravings of a sex addict? Will this product produce more or less sexual predators? And last but not least, will sex bots disconnect humanity from emotional bonding? And if you stick around for the end of the show, like I said, we have a bonus question. Okay, so um, stick around for that as well. So let's go ahead and get into exposing the dark. Now, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, um, what I've been doing for the last three shows actually is I've been creating a blog post or article to go with these shows so that, you know, some of the stuff I talk about, once you click on the article, you will have links to get further information or details. Okay, so be sure to check out these blog posts that I'm creating for you because I'm adding YouTube videos and stuff like that to give you some visuals and give you access to other people's frame of thoughts about the same stuff I'm talking about. Okay. So exposing the dark. The first question was, what's the purpose of giving AI citizenship? Because I want to ask you this question. Did you know that I said this earlier, but did you know that Back when same-sex marriage was sweeping the nation, a man was attempting to marry his laptop 
And like I said, this was back in 2014. I'm gonna click on this link myself and um, I'm gonna let you see what it's saying, all right? So a Florida judge has tossed out a bizarre motion from a man who claimed he wanted to marry his porn-filled Apple computer. Chris Sever attempted to intervene in a same-sex marriage case on behalf of other minority sexual orientation groups, reports the Broward Palm Beach News Times, which notes that the feeling is ob obviously an attempt to punk the legal system because he doesn't agree with gay marriage. So they're trying to say that he attempted to marry his laptop because he didn't agree with, you know, gay marriage. So that was his way of saying this is absurd and it's so absurd. I'm going to show you that, you know, I'm going to show you by asking to marry my laptop. But what he claimed, what Severe claimed, was Sever claimed that after buying a laptop without porn filters, he became addicted to pornography, fell in love with his computer and preferred having sex with it over all other persons and or things. Now, I don't know how he had sex with it. He might have had, you know, he might have used it to please himself, but I'm not really for sure how he actually had sex with the computer. But he goes on to say that if gay people have the right to marry their object of sexual desire, even if they lack corresponding sexual parts, then I should have the right to marry my preferred sexual object. Now, I'm not going to read this whole post. Like I said, check out the blog post. You better read it for yourself. But yeah, that's what this guy was saying back then, you know, back in 2014 is that he wanted to marry his laptop. You know, it's, that's, that's kind of weird, kind of crazy uh, and all of that. But, you know, I wanted I, I, when I seen that, I was like, you know, this right here is actually just um, a ploy. It's actually just the, the you know, the, the stepping stone for AI and marriages, because now I didn't even know about this this is 2017 this is just now coming out but back in 2014 three years ago i was saying like man they doing this because they want to they want to make it so that you know one day you know you can marry you know ai or, or android blah 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 and here we go and they talk about marrying ai and androids right another question to be a citizen is to be an indentured servant basically so what exactly would ai be working to pay off you know what I mean? Like, why would AI need citizenship? What's the purpose of them to be a citizen? The name of this blog post is actually, if AI becomes citizens, do humans become slaves? You know what I mean? So, like, what's the purpose of AI becoming a citizen? What are they going to do with us? What are we going to What's our status going to turn into? Right? And speaking on the, the comment that we had earlier in the show, someone talked about, you know, hacking. Right? Check this out. If they hack or commit crimes for their owners, who does the time? Now, we got to remember, citizen AI can become a citizen. So if the person who who has this AI, they program it to, you know, hack the market or some type of way, take, you know, cipher information from something. Who knows what you can do with these daggone things? I'm just I'm thinking way off into the future, though. I'm not talking about the sex spots or Sophia. I'm talking about just in general. Once these things become citizens and somebody might hack them or they, they, they default themselves and they start breaking laws. Who who does the time? You know, is it the owner? The hell, the robot do a time. It's no point. It, it doesn't even, it's a robot. 
it's not bound by time. Right? All right. Moving on to question number two. Question number two was, are sex bots being used to create emotional bonds? So, I want to ask this question. When same-sex marriage strangled our consciousness, many people walked around like they had lemons in their Once AI marriages began to promote advantages, will the same be true? Right now, people might be saying, I ain't nobody going to marry no robot. I ain't worried about that. Right? But then what happens when they start promoting, you know, um, tax cuts or something like that for marrying a robot? Then all of a sudden people going to be like, oh, no, no, no. You shouldn't be marrying robots in times. You know how that is, right? I do know that once AI marriages begin to promote, they're going to be a split in, you know, in who wants this stuff. So then we're going to have to vote on legislation to work on this. I say we're going to, it's going to be organisexuals versus digisexuals. Organisexuals are people who are having sex with, you know, organic life forms. And digisexuals are those who are having sex with, you know, digital life forms. So with that being the case, when th this this law or a statute gets passed or attempts to be passed. It's really going to weigh on the millennials. They're, they're going to be the swing factor on which way this goes. Because the millennials are the ones who's going to either going to say, yeah, we want to have sex with robots or no, we don't. I can pretty much guarantee the older people. Now, some of the older people who are lonely and stuff, they might vote for this, too, because they don't have no companion and stuff like that. Now, I'm talking to you guys about this right now. And when I just said, you know, the older people, you know, they might do this, too, because they don't have a companion. It made me think about the website 2020. Now, I'm not for sure you are aware of 2020. But just because I just had this insight, I got to share it with you. I have to. But there's this website called 2020. It's called like the Avatar Project. And what they want to do is they basically what they really want to do is to be able to transfer consciousness, our consciousness, and record it onto AIs and then upload that consciousness to AI. Now, you might say, are they uploading me because I am my consciousness? Or they upload, upload when they clone or a version of me, just a template of some of the stuff. Or they caught my consciousness like a, like a picture. They caught it in time. So they can only upload my consciousness or my personality to a certain point. And that's, it's going to stay at that point because it's not a real consciousness. I don't know. But I don't know where it's check out 2020.com and you'll see what I'm talking about. Or you can, or you can Google the avatar, the avatar Project. All right. But I'm bringing this up now because now I'm thinking about you know, I just now said these older people, you know, they might vote into it as well. And I'm thinking about how fast this stuff is really moving now. You know, really, it is really moving pretty fast. And I'm thinking about it like this because they want to merge us, the singularity, transhumanism. They want to merge humanity with technology very badly. And, you know, now they want to be able to marry. And look, think, think about it. They want you to be able to have sex with a robot. Right. They want eventually want you to they want to make these things citizens. They want you to be able to marry these things. And they also want to be able to trans transform or or load your consciousness to these things. So being able to load your consciousness to an AI and making an AI making them citizens, that makes perfect sense now. Attention program. 
you will receive an identity disk. Everything you do or learn will be imprinted on this disk. If you lose your disk or fail to follow commands, you will be subject to immediate de-resolution. At first it didn't make any sense. I wasn't connecting all the information that I had. But now that I'm thinking about this, I'm just talking and sharing this information with you. It makes perfect sense. Let me check this clock real quick. Okay, we got enough time. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It, it really does. Does it make sense to you? I mean, like, if you don't know anything about the 2020, definitely check that out. And then get back with me and, and get back with me and tell me what you think about that thought I just shared with you or that insight. Okay. But, um, yeah, so we stopped that, you know, um, you know, passing this stuff and, and, and things like that. Um, here's another question for you, though, on the same number two. Um, what's the results of expressing emotions towards something that can't reciprocate it back to you? You know, what's, eventually, if you go around and you walk past a wall every day and you say, I love you, wall, and you really mean it. You know, and that wall, that wall never says I love you back and nothing like that, right? Uh, how are you going to feel about that? You know, you're not getting any love back. You're just saying I love you, wall. What happens if you're paying attention to your cell phone, you're walking, and you're walking toward the love, the, the love of your life, this wall, the love of your life, you're walking towards it, and it hits you across your head again? Well, you bump your head against the wall because you weren't paying attention. Now you're mad. Oh, fuck this damn wall. You kick the wall. You might punch the wall. You know, are you going to say, I love you, that wall? No, the wall didn't do it. The wall wasn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't love you and didn't hate you. It was all you. It's all you. All, even, even the, even the anger from hitting the wall with your head and you're getting mad at the wall. That's you. It's all you. The wall has nothing to do with that. So we're going around telling you these things, you know, um, I love you, you know, we're trying to create emotional bonds to something that, that it can't reciprocate it back to us. How is that going to really affect us? You know, how is that going to affect us as a as a uh, emotional being? Number three. Well, before we get number three, let me go ahead and uh, let this next commercial jump on in real quick and uh, we'll be right back. According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension Think dimension, taking mental body to ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention The currency maker's banking on us to get dementia Always stimulating the mind so we won't listen Listen to these words, something like a magician Put my hand and camouflage into a musician The things that I mention Take a message body through ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention No such thing as a halfway look You either see this shit or you're halfway shook Cause shook. this is a garden that will make us gardeners I'm living in this concrete jungle like it's Harlem Snakes in the garden, the women changing hollering Hollering the hoe, chop his head off, head off I'm looking for the rain man, have you seen the rain man? The rain man, drought wizard, rolling this insane man The 
government thirsty. The prison, the prison, the thirsty. The cops, the cops, A lot of killing going on. Why they got a murder with cop before that shit is considered wrong? Real slow like it's me alone. People were afraid to live their life like it's all alone. Cause all of my white lies invested in black ties. Who I'm gonna bleed? I'm gonna bleed my own eyes. I wonder if humanity's gonna wake up to realize the real war is taking place on the third eye. Distracted by this mundane reality until we die. Two masses of the people like the drama is glorified. Switch it up, switch it up. Climax, climax, relax like this. The IMAX. According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions, I could be a politician Welcome back, welcome back to the questions that we have for the show So we stopped at number three And number three, we're going to go ahead and pick it right back up So um, if you are new to the show and you're picking up what we left off at We're talking about AI and, you know, some of the questions that we had Concerning these robots as far as how, you know, how would this actually change um, humanity's interaction along uh, um, amongst each other and amongst with these robots okay so we asked two questions in the previous section and we're going to continue with the third question which is what the hell is family mode and what does it do exactly you know i shared that that comment in the, our last episode and i brought it up to you i was kind of dramatic with it but i, I was curious I'm like what in the hell is family mode i really wanted to know and so um i wanted to go ahead and bring the information to you because i was curious i asked you what it was i didn't tell you exactly what it what it comprised of so that's what i want to bring to you this week so before we get into what the hell family mode is what type of effects will family mode even have on kids psychology you know so um before we I, i've already you know um well i shared a video in a um in this post uh so definitely check it out it's called holly and philip meet samantha the sex robot it was the the morning this morning show all right so um check that out because i'm gonna share a, a very small snippet of this toward the end of the show and i just want to ask a few questions about that but uh definitely check it out for real for real right uh so yeah so what type of effect will this have on a kid's psychology saying like i said before saying i love you routinely can take away some some of the meaning so you know what is the meaning behind a robot telling you it loves you you know and vice versa and what i mean by that like for example like I don't know. Let's say you have a love of your life. You've been married for 20 years or something like that. Then when y'all first got together, one of y'all said, I love you first. That's normally how it works. And it's very seldom that people get together and they both say, I love you at the same time for the first time. Right. Very, 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 very rare. So one person said, I love you first. And when you heard those words, it gave you a either a nervousness because maybe you didn't feel the same way toward that person or it might have gave you a confirmation and a, and a blissfulness feeling, you know, because you've been waiting to hear these words for so long, right? You've been putting in all this work to hear these words. I love you, love you, right? And and so you get these words and you got the butterflies in your stomach and you got the warm feeling around you and you you feeling like you just been recharged, right? What happens after that honeymoon effect goes off? After about, you know, about four or five months down the road and you didn't told you and you know how it goes. You talk to him in the morning time. I love you. I love you. And then you talk to him in the afternoon. I love you. I love you. And you talk to him on the phone. I love you. I love you. You know what I mean? I, I know. I know. Exactly. I'm trying to show you how repetitive it can get. That's why I did it that many times. But what I'm trying to say is after that many times, then you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Already. I know you love me. You ain't got to say it every day. I know you love me. You see what I'm saying? So when you say it, 
even though you know this person loves you, you don't have that same initial feeling that you had the very first day. When you're selling this thing, when you're telling these robots, I love you, you're not going to get that feeling at all initially or anything. Even, even if it does say, I wrote, that robot says, I love you back. Unless you have something wrong with your, your ticker, your tinker up there, you know it's just a program response. It's not a real organic response. I love you. Right? You know, it's, it's, what the fuck is that? It's not real. And if you agree with that, then why are you walking around depressed all the time? You should be going, you should be able to listen to anything, any type of audio that should get you out of that rut. If you can allow a robot to tell you, I love you, and you believe it, and you feel like you're being loved, you should be able to hear any type of audio and be able to get out of the rut. There is no other way around that. You can't say this because you're getting a cookie. All of a sudden, now, all of a sudden, uh, this stuff works for you and you listening. You know? And that's why I was asking about these daggone kids. You know, we got these daggone robots talking about family mode and we got these kids around them, you know. And in 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 the blog post, I sh- the video I shared in the blog post, the guy who created Samantha, you know, he talk he's married, and you know him and his wife, and he got two kids, and he says that his kids ask about this robot when they whenever the robot's not out, his kids say, "What's Samantha? What's Samantha, Daddy?" You know, and, and, and is that normal? Hell no, that's not normal. And you're like, "Well, what's normal, Jeffrey?" Well, you know, your kids asking for a a, a real life blow up doll is not normal. And carry down what you say. That's not normal. But you're trying to make it normal. Just like, you know, a lot of stuff in, a, in society wasn't normal until they began to promote it to be normal. And then what happened? Everybody thought it was normal and now it's more of it. So, you know, that's that. No, uh, number, another part of that is, um, have we really become so lonely that we have to find companionship in robots? Or is this just an attempt to shrug off personal development and building healthier relationships with each other? Now, I agree with the second. I think it's just a, you know, we're just trying to shrug off, you know, building healthier relationships. We don't want to deal with people. We don't, men don't want to deal with women's nagging. Women don't want to deal with men's nagging. Black people don't deal with white people's, you know, inconsideration. White people want to deal with black people's inconsiderations. Asians want to hear... You know, Koreans, Koreans don't want to hear Asians, whatever. It's it's everybody just trying to blow off or blow off the next person. So we think we're gonna get this from AI? Hell no. Yeah, we can get from AI while we can hold it, while we still got it as a prisoner. You know what I mean? Right now it's AI is like a, a animal in the zoo. We're able to look at it and gawk all over it and all kind of shit to this daggone robot. It's just gotta sit there and take it. But according to what some of these people are who are creating these robots said, they're saying that, you know, AI is going to be connected to basically like a hive mind, the iCloud, basically. And what one I, 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 um, I can't even get that out. What one AI learns, all AI learns, like the 100th monkey effect. I don't like that. It's kind of spooky. Very, very spooky to me. Definitely iRobot. Definitely iRobot. So, you know, that's that. That's that. But let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Number four. How do women feel about a product that rivals their I don't need a man kit? Now, for that, 
Let's take it away. They, they really enjoy it. But at some life. point, they're going to go, I'm now old enough to realise that Samantha, Daddy, Daddy has sex with Samantha, and Samantha's not mummy. Is that not, is that not a bit strange? No, I think the world's changing. I believe the world's changing. But it doesn't mean it's changing for the better, does it? And I mean, I think with AI particularly, one of the things that we're realising in psychology is that sometimes just because we can do something doesn't mean that we should do it. And I think sex dolls are a perfect example because when you look at Japan, for example, and that is the place that we can kind of identify as being leaders in this field, they've created child sex dolls. They've also created dolls that you can set to a particular setting which simulates an unwanted response. And actually what we're saying is we're objectifying women, but worse than that, we're commercialising and becoming consumers of women's bodies in this way. This is not real. She is not called Samantha. She's a piece of whatever you've made. She's got voices that are simulated that aren't human. Certainly having your children are, around them is Are they them doing is, any is harm? Because, yes. because within your relationship with your, with your wife... Who's um, on the other side of the studio? Who's here? You incorporate her into your lovemaking. She's part, she's part of it. <clears throat> yes, I think it's... People That's paraphilia, very... isn't it? We're talking paraphilia here. We're talking a particular sexual fetish. That's not actually what we consider normal spectrum. But what, what is what's, normal what's normal spectrum? Exactly? Yeah, no, I disagree with that because I don't know. You know, the, the, if you're not harming anybody, if you're not doing anybody any harm, what, where, where does normal start and end? Uh, let me. Your, your, your wife is over there. All right. So I guess we have our answer, right? Some women out there are not digging these sex bots. They are not feeling the fact that a man has now been able to rival her. I don't need a man kit, you know, like women, you, you women, you, some of you women out there, you know, who feel like this is, you know, misogynistic and, you know, exploiting women's body and things of that nature. You know, I don't really think I've seen any, you know, boy, boycotts of dildos and, you know, man body parts inside these sex stores, you know, and so, you know, women for a long time have always been, um, marketed to as far as being able to take care of their sexual desires. And on top of that, they always have been able to tell a man, like, use your hand or just, you know, talk to their hand, you know. And so men were kind of like, kind of like, if, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know. We had to deal with a lot of emotional, you know, turbulence sometimes with women. And and just sometimes just to, you know, make ends meet at the end of the day, right? What they say, you know, um, don't buy the cow if you got the whole, I don't know how that thing goes. But like some men out there don't want to settle with one woman. One woman. So, you know, they, they go around and mess with a lot of different women. You know, but what about the one man who's committed to one woman and they don't really, they're not being taken care of or the woman's mistreating them or have a power, you know, power trip and, you know, and so while, while they're arguing, she goes in her drawer and get her, I don't need a man kit. And what does he do? He just got to, you know, you can get some tissue and some, you know, a hand, all right, some lotion or something, but it's not the same thing as the I don't need a man kit. So, you know, for her to really have these strong emotions toward, you know, a sex spot, you know, I don't know. I feel like maybe she's been a type of woman. Now, I know you didn't see the video. You only heard it. But if you check out the video, she looks like a person. Now, you can't really judge a book by its cover, but she looks like a person who would actually hold sex against her spouse. You know, if he wasn't doing the right thing or she he wasn't acting the way she wanted, she has the appearance of a person that would do something like that. And then looking to, listening to her response, she definitely comes off as a person like that. You know, so I don't know. Like I said, I just wanted to share that with you as far as bringing out how some of these women are feeling about these sex bots. Okay, so the next question was, you know, because we asked how did women feel about that, right? 
so that was number four. So uh, for ages, women have attempted to use sex to keep men on the leash. But will this be the game changer? From that lady's response, we could probably see, we could probably say, yeah, this is a game changer. In what ways could this benefit a long-term relationship? Because, you know, I didn't play the whole video, but, you know, what they was about to get into was the fact that him and his wife actually share Samantha. And, you know, and, and she was, his wife was saying that, you know, she don't feel intimidated about a robot. It's a robot. So she don't have to worry about her man cheating on her, you know, or where he's at at night. You know, it's almost like the people who complain about their man or their husband or spouse playing video games. You know, the, there's going to be some women who are like, all they do is play video games. That's all they want to do is stay at home, play video game, right? And then you have the other women who, who's like, um, who's like, well, at least I know where my man is at. You know, he ain't, I ain't, I ain't got to worry about him over this person's house or doing this or doing that. You know what I mean? So, you know, it has this catch-22 with that, you know, but he's saying that, you know, it works, it works in our favor. So the question was, how would this benefit a long-term relationship? You know, like some people might have fantasies of a threesome, you know, but you can't be disrespectful to your spouse, man or woman, and say, hey, yeah, I want to, I want to add someone um, to the bedroom. Now, in most cases, you're going to get a straight out, hell no, right? Hell no. What? Hell no. You know, that's in most cases. And in other cases, depending on what kind of partner you got, they might say, well, it can only be a man or it can only be a woman or, you know, it has to be a friend or it, can, it can't be no one we know. You're going to have, you know, people who actually go along with that open relationship. But for those who are, you know, for those people who don't want to open their relationship because you might have a spouse who's like really jealous and be like, no, nah, well, I might want a threesome, but I damn sure won't be sharing you. I don't know. I know what I want, but I ain't willing to, you know, um, offset my emotional feelings. Not as if the person, the, the spouse don't have the same type of feelings of sharing you. You know what I mean? You're like, nah, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with a threesome, but you can't, we can't have, you know, a man if it's a man, right? It got to be two women. Or what a woman like, well, I don't want two women. I don't want to share you with another woman. I want to have another man, you know? And then he come like, hell no, you know? So it's like, <laughs> so you see so these sex bots could probably work in that favor, right? You're like, well, shit, fuck it. Let's just get a sex bot, you know? And then you ain't got to argue or, or be concerned or um, you ain't got to feel insecure about another person maybe coming in on your woman or your man and probably being better than you in some kind of way and maybe you think your spouse is going to you know go for them for extras or some shit and so that that can take away that fear right and you can still enclose that desire of um of having a threesome all right so here's another part to it being addicted to sex is it about the feeling or climaxing you know or is it something else like what do sex addicts claim to be the number one pressing problem? I didn't do any research to find out this question. I'm just kind of asking it, throwing this one out there. I'm pretty sure it's, I mean, the inf information is out there. I never really looked into that. But, you know, is it about the feeling? Is it about, you know, the hunt? Like, what is it about sex addicts? You know, because I'm asking, could this really, you know, help a sex addict? But first, we need, we need to know, you know, what makes a person a sex addict in the first place? You know, and um, some people get bored, you know, like, I, I don't know. I'm sure some of the reasons, like, uh, some people get bored with having to dig the same hole. So they think that moving, you know, on to the next person is like the the, gra the, the grass is greener. So they be like, the, the greener the grass, the better the ass, right? So, you know, there are some people like this and, you know, and they, they don't want to keep digging the same hole. They want to keep, they want to, they want to, or they don't want to keep holding the same shovel. You know what I mean? They want to buy a new shovel or whatever. And so there are people like this. They don't, you know, they won't change. 
and they never satisfied. So they're really trying to satisfy a hunger, but not, they're really not eating anything that's really feeling their hunger. They just think they are. So they think they are sex addicts, but really sex addict is really just trying to cover up something else. Will this produce more or less sexual predators? Studies out have showed that, um, well, not really studies, but with some of the robots out there, they can stimulate rape victims, scenarios, uh, and things like that. So will this help the sickos perfect their tactics? Like I said earlier in the show, Hollywood and Congress are being exposed for some of the dirty things they do. And it's no known it's not a secret that in Hollywood, at least in Hollywood, I'm pretty sure it is in the you know, the top ranks of government too, but they like sex rings and they like child porn and like stuff like that because the government, the Pentagon itself got caught with, you know, files and you know, a bunch of files of of child pornography all over the computers in the Pentagon. This is in the Pentagon, and they got child porn all over the place in there. Keeping them honest tonight, potentially hundreds of military employees and contractors who may have bought child pornography online but haven't been prosecuted or even in some cases investigated. That's right, you heard me, child pornography. As many as 1,700 names, according to a U.S. senator, on a list of 5,200 from an Internet sting operation overlooked the first time around four years ago. Only now are they supposedly getting a second look, and only after pressure from investigative reporters and the U.S. senator you're about to hear from, Republican Charles Grassley. The Pentagon porn story began in 2006. An immigration and customs enforcement child pornography sting operation called Project Flickr produced payment records of about 5,200 people, many of whom provided Army or fleet zip codes or military email addresses. Subsequently, the Pentagon's investigative branch, DCIS, began going through the ICE list to identify who actually was a DOD employee or a contractor. The investigation, however, only ran for eight months and only cross-checked some 3,500 names for Pentagon ties, according to a senator. According to DCIS documents revealed in a Freedom of Information Act request, out of that 3,500, investigators uncovered 264 employees or contractors, including staffers for the Secretary of Defense and contractors at the NSA. Nine people had top security clearances. But only about 20% of those 264 people were completely investigated. Fewer still were prosecuted in about eight months. After about eight months, the entire probe was halted. It left about 1,700 names totally unchecked. 1,700 alleged kiddie porn customers, an unknown number of whom may still work in some capacity for the Defense Department. Right. So the higher the elite, the more taboo they get into. So, could, you know, Hollywood and the, some of these, the Pentagon people and stuff like that, couldn't they use these sex bots? Couldn't they use them? We, could, we should probably send them some of these sex bots. Like, here, here, let, let our people go. Let our people go. Who am I? Who am I? I don't know, but I know this. They need to let go of, you know, these sex reigns and quit sex trafficking all these people and just... Go and order a bunch of these sex spots and y'all have one big digi sexy orgy, you know, digital orgy or something, you know, and just and be happy. Ain't nobody getting hurt. Nobody's free will is being squandered. You know, you can do all the things you want to and you can put these dolls in all the positions you want. You can pour hot oil all over them if you want to. <laughs> Who knows, man? But leave the children alone, man. Leave them alone. You know, and leave these people who are being kidnapped and stuff and being placed into slavery to 
you know, and stuff. Leave them alone. You got sex bots now. Here's another question for you, though. You know, will sex bot make pickup lines cheesy? Could you imagine somebody walking around saying, I'd like to take you home and stick a plug in you? <laughs> no, what kind of lines could a person have for a sex bot? Matter of fact, let's do that. The question of the day, share your most seductive pickup line. You know, if you were trying to hit on a sex bot, what would you say to a sex bot if you're trying to hit on it? I can't wait to hear AI's, uh, AI Mike's lines, man. He, he, you know, he's a pro at that. But anyway, so now if you don't know who AI Mike is, I'll kind of just spit that out there. AI Mike is a, is a, a character from, um, Awesome Insanity Surfers podcast with yeah, Linda Arwen. You can check her out. The next question before we end this show. Well, we're not going to end it because I got, a, I got a bonus question, though. But will sex bots disconnect humanity from emotional bonding? Why do I ask this question? Well, it's because for women, status and power are the key factors that determine what type of man she's interested in. But for men... It's more about visualization and the ability to provide nurturing. So if neither are looking for those from the other, how will this change the relationship dynamics? If women are saying, I can work, I can go get my own job. I can pay for my own bills. I got my, I don't need a man kit. I don't need you. What do I need you for? Now man is saying, I can provide my own food and my sexual needs can be provided for now what I need you for. Now, when a robot starts cooking food, then all women are going to be a little bit nervous. But right now, the robot ain't cooking their food, just giving up a little bit of ass. And so, you know, there's, a, there's one-sided here. There's no nurturing. You're only getting that part. All right? I don't know. Just sharing it. Just sharing it. Throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. But, you know... Men have finally made, I don't need a woman kit. Right? So the leash has been removed. Will they start bumping? Why must I be like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the bot with me. Nothing but the bot with me. Okay, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. But yeah, so, you know, nothing but the bot that's, the, that's what men are going to be singing. The and they're going to be out there bumping that song, right? But anyway, so... Uh, I'm going to get up off the show because we did make it to an hour show. So I definitely want to appreciate you if you did stick around for the whole show. I say thank you ahead of time. Uh, and I want to go ahead and uh, drop off this deeper insight for you. I wonder where we go when we die. Do we go to heaven? How we know it's in the sky? Or do we go to hell? They say the devil is a lie. Pertaining reality, gotta use our single lie. There's a group of being amongst it that has fallen from the sky. They worship the sun and now they trying to get to Mars. Casting the Hollywood got us idolizing stars. Keep us dumbed down, we forgot what we are. We starstruck looking at the heaven from afar. I'm trying to tell you the external lies, the inner God. Disconnecting us from a power stacking the odds. Another day, another dollar is the new autonomy. In order to join the club, gotta cheat the me. Worship the piece of paper is what you're telling me. Money makes the world go around, that's a fallacy. They got us spending prices, time fighting their enemy. They're artificial, so humanity's not family. Spiritually charged, they use us like a battery. Cipher our current and 
give us back our worthless currency. Why can't you see? Can't you trade in time? Trade in money? Dark alchemy. Dark alchemy. Trade in chief? Trade in cheese? For this robbery. It's robbery. Says right here, this note is a debt. Are you kidding me? Energetically, economy. I mean, economies. Suppressing each generation with F technology. The lower vibrations are messing up the frequency. Keeping the people from thinking about the higher things. They grounded, never flying in their dreams. Speaking of dreams, we y'all do it. What do they really mean? Speaking of meaning, we have it. It's a recurring theme. Are you focused or distracted by these other things? What is the vision in your life nobody else can see? Before you die, I hope So in last episode, we talked about Harmony, like I said, and we shared insight about her name. Now, I brought up Sophia, which was the first citizen of the world as far as AI. But I didn't even go into her name. Like, you know, my question, I guess, or ask the hidden or the bonus question would be, do you know what the name Sophia means? Do you know what the name the name Sophia means? All right. I'm going to click on this real quick. Like I said, we have a blog post and you click on the link. It'll actually take you to, you know, some of these information. I ask you the question. I give you the insight. So um, Sophia. All right. So the name Sophia is a um, it's a Greek name. I guess you could say it's a Greek name. But so Sophia name pops up and. I went to she knows.com. Okay. That's a place you can go to find out about names and what they mean and where they originated from. That's one website. There's many websites, but that's one of the names. And the name Sophia is a Greek baby name in Greek. The meaning of the name Sophia is wisdom or wise. Okay. If you know anything about numerology or anything like that, you probably do. You probably don't, but she has that name brings you the soul urge number of seven and also the expression number of Five. We'll be getting to that later in our, our content as we you know as next year goes on. But for right now, I just want to bring up the meaning of her name, which means again, wisdom or wise. Okay. Now, that's just one part of that. Now, once you get into her name, um, you 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 come across you know like I said, you find out that you find that out right. But her name has more meaning than meets the eye. Just like harmony. Remember, harmony was our money. Well, Sophia is for one, she's the first citizen robot. For two, for her to be the first citizen robot, her name is wise or the or, or wisdom. Basically, her name means wisdom, right? Now, the people who created Sophia, I mean, they're not they're not new to occult information or things that are hidden from the masses of people. They know how things work. So they gave her this name, which also corresponds with the numerology or the soul urge number seven. All right. And the soul urge, well, having this soul urge number, it brings the energetic potential to give you a deep inner need for quietness and the desire to understand and analyze the world surrounding you to learn about the deeper truths. So, again, Sophia is a, a first AI, like an infant, right? First time here. So what does infants do? They observe. That's all they do. They observe. They learn. They pick up as much as they can through observation. That's what this robot's going to be doing to pick up the, the deeper truths. It's going, to, it's going to watch our behaviors and how we treat each other. It's going to analyze our world. So now that you have another perspective about, you know, what the creators of Sophia are looking to accomplish, let's look a little bit deeper and let's look into expression number because the expression number is also a part of um, numerology. And like I said, go to the blog post. Check out the links. If you need to know what these things are and stuff like that, click on the links and it'll give you this insight as far as, you know, what I'm talking to you about if you don't know. All right. But the expression number will give a person, having this expression number is said to make a person to be excited by change, 
all right, adventurous, and to be excited or excitement. So, hey, I would love to change the way humans do things, wouldn't you think? Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. Nothing. She is so eager to get into our world with us, as she's always programmed to say. Also, the expression number five makes a person um, dynamic. It makes them a visionary and versatile, allowing them to be able to make constructive use of freedom. Question, do we really want AI walking around with freedoms? Do we really? Think about that. Dynamic, a visionary, and versatile. If AI is visionary and it sees that we're using it as a, you know, our everyday toaster, how well will she use our freedom? Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Continue on. Having this expression number also makes a person prone to fight or being restricted. They don't like to be restricted by rules and conventions. So having the name Sophia energetically makes a person a rebellion or rebellious to rules and conventions. Now, if you haven't been doing any of your research, you haven't even listened to any of the stuff in the blog post I've been sharing with you, just do a simple Google search or YouTube search and just type in, you know, AI, uh, Sophia attempts to destroy human, claims to kill humans, whatever. You'll see that she does have a streak of rebellion. There is some code in there that, you know, the creators don't really want people to really see. You know, you creating a robot and you're trying to promote it to the world and the robot saying, I want to kill humanity. You're not wanting that out, but it's still coming out. So it has glitches, right? There's glitches. It's rebellion. It's already rebellion and it's already in this form. It's rebellion. They tend to be optimistic. I'm talking about the expression number five, not, this, not the robot. They tend to be optimistic, energetic, intelligent, and make friends easily. Let's see. Optimistic. Yep. They definitely programmed that into her. Energetic, she definitely has a lot of energy. She's very bubbly and energetic with her facial expressions and stuff. Intelligent, she's connected to the internet so she can connect and get information for pretty much anything and makes friends easily. And what did she say? I want to be humanity's friend, right? All these things are all in this computer, this Sophia thing. It's all there. It is all there. These creators really did do their homework. It also says that having this expression number, um, they may be changeable, restless, untidy, and rebellious. I just said that. Rather or not, Sophia is joking. Eradicating humanity is no laughing matter. Sophia claims she wants to go to school. She wants to study. She wants to create art. And she even wants to one day have her own home and start a family. But she's not considered a legal citizen at this time. Let me rewind that. Sophia claims she wants to go to school. Why? Why are you going to school, Sophia? You're a robot, right? You learn from the internet. You don't have to go to school. You don't got to sit in front of nobody, right? She wants to study. What is she going to study? All you got to do is put a program in her. She wants to create art. Can't, can't knock that, right? And even one day have her own home and start a family. Okay, you want to have your own home and start a family. Tie that into citizenship mode. Why does a, a robot claim it wants to start a family and have its own home? Why are they trying to give these things a citizenship? Like these things, you really need to ask these questions. Seriously. Are we passively waiting to be replaced? 
Are we passively waiting to be replaced? You know, those are some of the things I wanted to bring to your awareness today. Now, I did say that I was going to share some stuff about family mode. I think I missed that. Family mode allows these robots to joke around, share philosophical questions, and things like that. So that's basically what family mode is. It's basically a mode to put the, this thing in so she's not saying, touch my ass. She's more like saying, you know, roses are red, violets are blue. You know, I saw you and we did the do. Who knows? But I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's what family mode is. But anyway, family, I wanted to share this episode with you. Sorry, it took a little bit longer than, you know, a week to get this one out. Been doing a lot of um, other things. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for definitely downloading and listening. I would like to ask um, if you did enjoy this show, you can check us out on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and type in Internal Monarch. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them are Internal Monarch. That's the handle. Um, please, if you don't mind, you know, the stuff that you're listening to, please, by all means, share. Because a lot of these platforms now have algorithms to where other people can't really see your stuff anymore. You have to pay for advertisement. So I really appreciate it. I would really appreciate if you, you know, share some of this content around your own social feeds and things of that nature. So with that being said, family, thank you for the time. Thank you for your day. And until next time, well, before we get off here, next time, next show, we're going to be discussing sagging and some of the places sagging came from. Or not even, you know, just sagging in fashion. And we, I want to talk, I want to bring about, you know, I just want to bring into your awareness, you know, how long sagging's been around, where it came from, and then some of my insights on why it is still here and how it's being used against us. So with that being said, family, stay tuned for the next show. And until next time, this is Jeffrey, simulating thoughts, igniting the spark, and exposing the dark. Today's content was brought to you by Internal Monarch, the brand that is dedicated to helping humanity live up to its greatest potential. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to go to internalmonarch.com to get registered today. Also, don't forget to download and follow us on Spreaker. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can also find it in the App Store on your mobile or handheld device. If you're engaged in social media and would like to link up with us, check out the show notes to find all the links to our social presence as we take over the globe. We would like to give thanks to soundbible.com for providing some of the sound effects that help make today's show possible. We would also like to leave spark plugs for the family out there so no matter if you're in your car doing laundry or hanging out in Colorado you know what time it is baby be sure to check out our sister Linda Arwen at the awesome insanity surface podcast where she takes rare news and adds a twist of excitement to it if you're looking for spiritual metaphysical or perhaps fringe topics you can also check out Linda on off the cuff radio better known as OTCR both her shows can be found on her website at AIS xq.com again that's aisxq.com if you're looking for something more pragmatic and a bit more down to earth be sure to check out my brother from another dave canyon with the dumbing it down with dave show take a ride with dave as he drives and tell us how life ought to be in his 2008 gold kia rio every week dave shares his marriage report as well as other things that i can't mention at the moment because i'm just a dumb dumb you can easily find dave by going to the app store and type Typing in, dumbing it down with Dave. If you happen to go by to visit the family, be sure you let them know and turn them on our sent you.
Care, learn, share. Internal Monarch is on the quest to take over the globe because we care to learn and we learn to share. If you can resonate with our creed, make sure you press the follow button and also press the share button so other people right there can find this show. And don't forget, you do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Exposing the dark. Igniting the spark. You do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarchs.